Recording is about to stop. So here we are, Healthy Living in 4D. I'm here with my boy, Justin Nato. Uh, as soon as I came on, he definitely welcomed me to the team. And so now I got a chance to pick his brain and I want to figure out what it is about this job, what it is about being in the health and fitness industry that has really driven him to be the professional that he is, caring about people, pouring into others, and just being so dang great at what he does. Well, first of all, just wanted to say thanks for having me on the podcast, John. Uh, I guess the biggest reason why is, you know, I probably around my senior year of college, my fifth year of college, I just looked at myself back at pictures and, you know, I was overweight and out of shape. Uh, definitely was not taking care of my body the best way I possibly can. I know I lack some of that self-confidence and I've had some of those issues throughout my life. I've dealt with issues of anxiety. And then when I was able to lose the weight and get in really good shape and start taking care of my health and fitness, I wanted to spread that to other people because everybody is a real person with a real problem. And that's my why. I want to pay it forward. That's awesome, man. That's really good. I can relate to that. It's uh, pretty similar to my story. You know, I grew up heavy. And it was a situation to where I didn't really have much overall self-worth uh, outside of the books and, you know, just being involved with the family. And that was a good point for me. But with confidence and being where I wanted to be, like, I still had that desire to be cool. I still wanted people to like me and to accept me, regardless of if it was right or wrong. I wanted it. Now, it just so happened that after playing football, being as heavy as I was, I was offensive lineman. So if you get the, the picture, the idea of what an offensive lineman looks like, you're thinking, OK, big, heavy, nice little gut, you know, pants sagging. You're looking at the, you know, the the, the plumber's crack. You know, <laughs> that that was me, you know, and it was one of those deals like, man, when I look at the picture today, I don't even recognize myself, but that's who I was. I love to eat. But it was that that, that time in, in ninth grade. That was a transition right there. My freshman year of high school. And I felt the same thing that you felt. And I wanted to be in so bad that I went outside of my comfort zone and I started playing basketball. I did it. I broke through with asthma. I dropped like 40 pounds. My physique changed. I grew. And the confidence that I needed to get me to where I am today was born then. I think we're also on the same page of what has driven us to be fitness professionals and to care so much about other people and wanting them to feel that same thing, wanting them to be confident, uh, wanting to be happy in their own skin uh, and at the same time live their best life. I could not see you being an offensive lineman by any means. <laughs> I was, man, and I can't see it anymore. I mean, it's why I tell so people weird. that? Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you know, that was me and uh, I don't regret any of it. So tell me, Justin, how long ago was that? that you had that transformation? Um, honestly, it was probably about my first year in grad school. We started, me and some of my coworkers started a health and fitness challenge uh, my second semester there. And I really just wanted to take it seriously. I was not happy with, you know, being winded every time I went out for a run. I, you know, it was embarrassing and, and shameful to, get have a degree in kinesiology and exercise science and not know how to program my own workouts in the weight room it just started becoming just too much and overwhelming 
that I just would end up quitting every time I tried to start a program. It started getting even more defeating that I didn't even know enough about my nutrition, but being in athletic training, being in personal training, having that background, having that education and not being able to do that for myself. I mean, not being able to take care of myself, no one's going to take me seriously. So I decided that was going to be the time that I wanted to make a change because I was not going to be looked at as a joke for the rest of my career and for the rest of my life, if I was going to be successful in any of these professions. So I think I just started running an hour every single day, didn't matter the distance, anything like that. And I lived off of turkey sandwiches and fruit for <laughs> I think an entire month or two. And I ended up dropping desire, direction, discipline, duty. These are the foundational pillars for creating a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. And as the creator of Healthy Living in 4D, me, John Hunt, I'm here to tell you, thank you. Thank you for making it this far in this podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks for listening. Now, I do have a favor to ask. Subscribe, please. Not only subscribe, but subscribe and rate us. Because I want to continue to develop content, to have interviews, and I want this podcast to reach the top. I want to continue to share my gift. I want to continue to share my message and make this world a healthier and a better place. Because remember, a healthy you is the best you. Have a blessed day. About 12 pounds, nice. just right off the bat. Didn't matter if it was, uh, actually we did a bod pod. I remember that now. Mm -hmm. It was, I dropped about 5% body fat and I think I leveled out at skeletal muscle mass because I didn't lift weights or anything like that. Okay. But that was kind of my turnaround and that was my why of this is, this is my career. Like I can't be taken seriously if I'm just going to not take care of my own self. Cool, man. I like that. I like that. That is working and being intentional with what you do uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. And for at least you can say a two month period where you had those turkey sandwiches and, and, and fruit every morning, you know, or was that every day? It was literally every single day. Yeah. I think uh, my breakfast consisted of just eating, I think Wheaties and fruit and then turkey sandwiches and fruit. And I just lived off of that as part of my nutrition. And I mean, I, I just kept it, I just kept it simple. <laughs> you were um, sold into the Wheaties. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, over time, obviously, I just kept it going. I kept yeah. on, kept my cardio going, started doing a lot of races, yeah. half marathons, nice. um, stuff like that. And then when I came over to, you know, Lifetime and got into the health and fitness industry as a job and career, I started getting a lot more into lifting weights okay. and uh, Olympic weightlifting. And, you know, I still, uh, I, I still feel like I could do a lot better on the nutrition, but you know, things have definitely changed, especially over the last five years, yeah. without a doubt. Man, that's awesome. And I think you've, you've said it. And what I want people to realize from that is the, the amount of time that you sat eating Wheaties and the amount of time that you sat <laughs> eating turkey sandwiches and fruit. Well, you started talking about just having the same food and just that that simple 
nutrition plan, but is enough to drive some people crazy. Some people think that they need variety. Some people think, hey, but you were able to set your mind, right? You were able to, to, to firm up and say, you know what? This is what I got to do. I'm going to run every day. I'm going to eat the same way until I see results. And I think you felt the change. You're like, I'm going to stick with it. I'm not advocating, you know, do the exact same thing that I did and you're going to see results. Eat the same exact thing every single day. It's more about behavior change like you just alluded to. It's about, you know, reframing. Once you have your mindset reframed, then it's just about putting in the work and keeping it simple. The way that it works for me is I'm one of those people who I get decision paralysis like crazy. So I like to keep things as simple as possible and stick with my routines. And that's how it works. But it's not going to work for everybody. But what I really recommend to everybody out there is find that routine that works for you and just roll with it. But that is that is precisely, you know, what I what I want to say and what I encourage everybody to do is it's those patterns. You know, you have to have patterns in your life, whether it be from, uh, you know, your career goals or whether it be patterns within your study goals or patterns towards your fitness and health goals, whatever it is, you have to create those patterns because it's those patterns that are going to lead you into the positive habits. And ultimately, those habits is what you're going to use day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out to create those healthy behaviors. And those healthy behaviors are going to be sustainable over the course of your life. And they'll be hard. So the more concrete, the more firm, the more disciplined you are uh, throughout that period, the harder it's going to be for anybody or anything to tear those down. But no, I appreciate it, Justin. That's awesome. Absolutely. Without a doubt. All right. So tell me about fitness and you got a bachelor in kinesiology, right? And then a master's in movement science. And also in athletic training. And athletic training. So what was your dream career? When you pursued those, you said, you know what, beyond my bachelor's, I'm going to continue my education because I want to go into what field? I want to do what for, is my dream? I see that's that's changed a lot over time. But originally it was I wanted to be an athletic trainer in the NFL or at the at a major division one school. I wanted to be the guy running out on the field, you know, being on TV, taking care of injured athletes. And obviously I've had successes with, you know, experiences with trying all that and it's not necessarily an importance to me as much anymore. I'm not a hundred percent sure where my career is actually going to take me because it's changed so much. I mean, I was actually in athletic training and sports medicine for about two years after college and in grad school and decided I wanted to take a different route. I, so I got into health and fitness for about four years and uh, now I'm about to take on a new venture and, go it back into athletic training in a new and completely different field I never thought I'd get into. Yeah, tell me about that because you also wanted to serve your country and this is going to be your transition into that, but in a completely different respect, right? Yeah, so I grew up in a military family. My parents were both in the Air Force uh, as healthcare workers. I actually tried joining the Air Force on active duty about 2014 or so. And they told me, you have a thyroid condition, you can't join the Air Force. So as defeating as that sounded at the time, fitness was really what kept me going. That's what really opened the door for all these wonderful experiences that I've had the last four years. 
within these last two years at Lifetime as well. But, you know, that's really my why. This opportunity came up about a year and a half ago in about 2018. And my mom called me and she's all like, well, there's this opportunity down in San Antonio where you can get back into sports medicine and athletic training and help our, help our military, help our active duty military out. She said it's at Lackland Air Force Base where basic training is for the Air Force. And they called me in January and took me through it. And then I got the offer last week. So now this is my dream job. This is my yeah. dream career. It, whether or not it works out, at least, I, at least I'll get the opportunity to find out. It's going to be a little bit different than the personal training route. So mm -hmm. it's going to be more, they get injured. They have overuse injuries. They're beat down from the physical training and they come see me. I take care of them with prevention and care of their injuries, assessing their injuries, getting them back out there so that they can help serve our country. And that's been my why as well. I mean, it, yeah. it's a government contractor position and I have the opportunity to do it. And I'm so stoked for it. I just know that I have a great opportunity to help them with getting their careers jump started and not letting obstacles like injuries or anything like that keep them from being out, keeping them from finishing basic training, keeping them from starting their career. Because a lot of these, a lot of these guys are and girls are going to be high school graduates. True. So my job is to make sure that they are, you know, doing what they want to do. And that's to help serve our country, which is noble work. All right, Justin. So what I'm thinking right now is I want to compare the difference just off the top of my head. I'm thinking you do your job right now on a day to day basis and you're working with everyday citizens, right? Average citizens, moms, dads, business owners, nine to five, you know, employees. But then you're going into this environment, right? This military environment with students, you know, basically is what they're going to be novices. Uh, who may have played high school sports, who may have not done anything at all, who are going into, who are going to need, uh, you know, extra insight. They're going to need direction. They're going to need, you know, a, a different level of attention because what they're going to be facing mentally, what they're going to be facing physically is going to be probably more demanding than something that they've ever done in their life. So how are you going to prepare yourself for taking that on? Well, honestly, I have been out of the athletic training profession and the sports medicine profession for a little bit over a year now. So I'm going to have to brush up on my skills, but I'm going to have to master my craft and get back to that since I'm in a little bit of a different line of work. But that's the that's the beauty of life. That's the whole point of life is challenging yourself and getting out of your comfort zone. This is something that that is stretching my comfort zone that's something that i'm gonna have to work on and that's the only way that that any any of us are ever going to grow right right no that's it's man you are so right about that and i think it speaks volumes just to you know your overall mindset uh but then also your area of expertise not only are you credentialed for this but you also have the experience but you also coach so I want to talk about your coaching expertise as the Alpha Metcon coach that you are, you know, because this is going to put you back on that level of, hey, I'm looking at a group setting. I'm having to evaluate individual personalities. I'm having to learn different people's preferences. I'm, you know, so you're going to be seeing it 
uh, at a greater detail, you know, with this, with this new group. Being a coach is being a leader and really what entails being a leader is first of all, just showing that you care. I mean, I believe it's what Teddy Roosevelt once said, people don't care about how much you know until they know about how much you care. I might be wrong about that. I think that's who uh, quoted it, but that's, that's the most important part. That's, that's, that's the foundation of everything. No one's going to trust you. No one is going to want your help if you don't at least show that you're going to invest in them just by doing the little things. And that's just getting to know your people on a personal level. But that's not just in this new line of work. That's not just in coaching, you know, the lovely ladies that I get to see three days a week in Alpha Metcon at uh, Lifetime Flower Mound. That's in business and that's in life. That's in leadership as as a whole. I mean, you're a, you're a father, you know the same thing. You have to show that you're there for your kids and you have to show that you really want to know them and you're a leader as a father and they're not going to take you seriously if you're not there for their soccer games or their dance recitals or whatever they do or for their most important moments in their life so same thing goes here they're not no one's going to respect you until you show how much you really care about them uh it's very important to a man and when you see you know, being there, what it means to them. When you see that light in their eyes, uh, it is beautiful. Like, oh, you showed up. Oh, you're there. Oh, we're going. You're taking me today. <laughs> so, oh, absolutely, no, right, man. It, it's awesome, man. And that's that's what I, you know, personally, that's what our Mondays are made of. You know, it's it's my my day off of the week that, you know, we could go and do some some pretty cool stuff. You know, take him over to take my son over to uh, Taekwondo and take my daughter to gymnastics, and that's something that we try to stick with. Uh, as much as possible. But tell me more, uh, Justin, about the experiences that you have and the experience that you have had over the past and what have they meant to you and how have they inspired you? Do you have any stories in particular about any particular client or an experience that, you know, at all that just inspired you to be better, to grow, uh, to become more that's pushing you to continue to do the things that you do? I mean, there's multiple, there's multiple clients that I've had over the last two years that I can really say from the bottom of my heart. I mean, I've had great personal relationships with all of them. I've had them say in the past, you know, you inspire me to be better every day. Um, I've even had a client who I'm not going to say any names by, uh, by the way, but I've had a client who's in his mid seventies and has been through a really rough time with a lot of health issues, has a pacemaker, um, and his wife left a review on the Lifetime NPS and said that I pretty much saved her husband's life. He's been working with me for about a year and a half, almost two years. We started off just doing pool work because he had just gotten out of physical therapy after also having knee replacement surgery. Then it just kind of grew from there. And we started really doing a lot more weights upstairs. We started doing a lot of just body weight stuff. And now he's just doing regular dumbbells and machines like it's nothing and coming in and just kicking butt every single day. And it's great to know that, you know, the, 
that's somebody's wife right there. Somebody's wife is saying, you're the reason why my husband's still around. I mean, it's, that's my why that's what keeps me going. I've had another instance where I had a client who was a collegiate baseball player and had a really bad back injury last year. And, you know, he was at that crossroads of, do I want to continue doing this? He had to have surgery. Mm. And I think mentally he was really, I think almost defeated at the point. Mm -hmm. Didn't really show it or anything like that, but you can subconsciously, I think, especially when you go through that situation, which is very normal. So his parents decided to do a few sessions with me and just do some basic strength training that would help work his core and his mobility and do some strength training around his, around his back, you know, nothing that was contraindicated. And he started gaining that confidence again. And this past fall, he signed a division one college scholarship. Oh, I mean, that's man. my why. That's what drives me every single day. Yeah. Those success stories. I mean, I've had, I have a client right now who's still working with me that started off at 26% body fat and is now down to 15% body fat. I have another client who the, the best part about working at Lifetime and you'll see this is you see their member photos mm -hmm. and then you fast forward to about six months to a year, maybe more later. Mm -hmm. And you see that's not the same person that walked in the door. And I've had a few instances of those as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, they look completely different. They, uh, with how much weight and body fat percentage they've lost, you know, their clothes are fitting. I mean, I've had multiple instances of that. That's what really drives me because again, in this profession, as you know, every single person who walks through your doors, whether it's a health club, whether it's somebody who just got your card and is coming to you to ask you a few questions about um, how to lose weight, they're a real person with a real problem and it's not just physical, it's that emotional standpoint as well. And it's not just emotional on their part, it's emotional for their family as well. And knowing that you make that change in their lives is, that's that's really the intrinsic motivation behind it. No, but really that is, that's beautiful. And as you can tell, Justin is very passionate uh, as we all are, this is his why. Uh, and it's something that you also have to understand people. You also have to understand behaviors. You have to understand intentions. And it's something that you have to dig beyond the surface. And in order to get to somebody and to figure out how to help them be better, you have to figure out how to help them see a part of themselves that a lot of times we're not really ready to admit. But the good thing about the training side of it is, this is somebody that's decided to invest in themselves. And I'll say that because, you know, training sessions aren't free. Uh, but once somebody puts the money and says, you know what, I need help, you know, they've already done that assessment, right? They've already self-assessed and said, you know what, I need help. They've tried it their way. But now they're looking for a trained professional to say, you know what, I need help. I need guidance. I need motivation. I need accountability. I need somebody to help me get to this next stage in my life because either, hey, I don't feel good. I don't look the way I'm supposed to look or the way I want to look. You know, my doctor told me I need to make some changes and my life is in the balance here. I need to do it now. And this is what you see. But this is how we feel on a daily basis of 
being involved, being passionate about what we do. And it's something that we pursue, not because it's extremely fun, but because it's, it's extremely important. And a healthier world is a better world. And that's just the way that I see it. Uh, and this is healthy living in 4D. And the first D is desire. And desire, without it, there is no training. There is no health and fitness industry. Everybody that's in there, whether you are on the, the coaching side or the professional side of, 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 uh, as a fitness trainer, or whether you're on the member side or the client side, whatever is, however you want to look at it, there is desire. There's a desire to be helped and there's a desire to help. There's a desire to be served and there's a desire to serve. So you have to be passionate about what you're doing because not only are, you know, are we looking at somebody like Justin who's taking his time away from his family, who's living uh, in Dallas, Fort Worth instead of San Antonio, you know what I mean? Who's taking that time out to help complete strangers, but he's also creating these relationships and he's pouring into these complete strangers to change their lives. And that takes a heck of a human being to want to do that. And hey, I don't even just knowing you for the short time I have. I'm proud of you. I admire you. I, I love to see that growth in just that, you know, short period of time. But thank you for helping me. You know what I mean? So it's awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. I know you're going to be moving on to great things in this next chapter in your life. And that these people you're going to help are extremely blessed to have you. Um, what I do want to look at too, and just getting back to desire, healthy living in 4D. Remember, motivation comes and it goes. And that's what you have to carry with you. But desire can last forever. If you desire to lose weight, if you desire to be better, if you desire to look a particular way, whether it be aesthetically, whether it's superficial, whatever it is, if you have that desire, that's all that you need because motivation comes in waves. And there are going to be times when you don't feel like getting up out of bed. There are going to be times when you don't feel like going to work. There are going to be times when you don't feel like looking over to your partner and saying, I love you, or looking over to your children and saying, I, I can go play with you outside. But it's that desire for growth. There's that desire to be better. That's, there's a desire for you to better yourself. Whatever it is, it's going to carry you to that next step. That's what's going to move you when you're working out to get on, to get in those uh, extra sets, to get on those extra reps. Because if it's not going to, if it doesn't challenge you, then it's not going to change. And that's 100%. All right. So take, so let's take a step back, Justin. Okay. You educate all day, every day, right? You're teaching movements. You're teaching patterns. You're teaching tempo. You're teaching breathing, right? You're educating all day long to multiple people, multiple personalities, different backgrounds, different races and ethnicities. What have you found to be the most effective way of instructing, whether it be in the coaching uh, arena or just the one-on-one -on -one fitness professional arena? I think most importantly, overall, it's, again, it goes back to creating that relationship and it's really listening. I think when you set the standard from day one, that initial consult or a one-on-one -on -one with a, fit, a fitness professional who's looking at growing their careers, you really have to ask how they want to be coached. Ask them, you want to get to know them on a personal level. I normally like to do, so when we talk about like coaching fitness professionals and who are looking to really build their careers, I normally start off with a values exercise. You know, what were your greatest accomplishments in life? What were your greatest challenges in life? What are some central themes and values around that? And then 
you come, you come up with your five values and then you come up with a central value on top of that. And that says a lot about you. You know, it, it pretty much tells you your why. It tells you your story of how you got here and really what you want to get out of it. And then I like to finish that up with, okay, so how do you want to be coached? Do you need extra guidance or do you need me to give you goals and then you go out and achieve them and you check back in? It's you really, a lot of it comes down to getting to know each individual on a personal level because everyone has goals and my job as a leader or as a fitness professional helping out my clients is to help them get there, help to guide them to get there. That's what clients are paying me a lot of money to do. That's what health and fitness professionals are investing their time into. And again, as we learned the other day, how do you spell love? T-I-M-E. How do you spell time? L-O-V-E. All right, <laughs> man. So that gives me an idea. So just kind of thinking about when you're looking and assessing somebody's uh, desires, I'm just going to go with that because I love that word, right? So they say, hey, this is what my core five are, just what you were talking about, right? This is how I want to be coached. These are my values. These are my desires, however you want to phrase it. What do you look at and what do you find to be some of the more common barriers? You know, we might be saying the same thing right now, but obviously someone always has a goal and then life gets in the way. External factors get in the way, whether it's your relationship with your significant other, uh, family, your busy work schedule. I, I think we, we all naturally get sometimes caught in the busy trap where we just are getting a part of our daily routines that sometimes our goals kind of take a step to the side because we feel like we need to address our to-do list. We need to, we need to stick to our routines. We have everyday life that just gets in the way, but the biggest way to overcome those barriers from my experience is obviously with effective, the most effective coaching method is constant communication. And if I see someone that I feel like is steering off of that, it's, okay, so this isn't working, so why? And if that's not working, you've done everything that you can, then it's more of a conversation of, okay, so what are we gonna change this time around to help you get there? What are we, what are we gonna do differently? And do we need, do we, we don't need to necessarily deviate from the plan that we had from before, but maybe we need to alter it just a little bit. Maybe what we're doing and the plan that we thought we had isn't really working and we just need to make a little tweak. It goes back to the why for everything. So obviously you want to tie back in the why for your clients of why they hired you in the first place, why they have fitness goals that they need to reach. Or when it comes to fitness professionals and their careers, what's, what's their why, you know, do you want to make more money? Well, are the behaviors that you are exhibiting right now helping you make more money or do you want to help people? Well, are you helping, are you setting a daily objective to help as many people as you can and reaching that goal every single day? Or 
why is that not happening? So the biggest thing is just reminding them of why they're here in the first place and keeping them on track. And I think that's our jobs as leaders and as fitness professionals. Well, that's awesome, man, because leadership is where it all starts. And that is what we are as uh, leaders. You know, people are going to be looking to us for guidance. And that embodies healthy living in 4D at its best because desire is innate. If you don't desire to change, you don't need us, right? If you don't desire to change, you're not going to be at the gym. If you don't have a reason why, that's that goes hand in hand with that as well. Exactly. And I mean, that is no, that, that, that is absolutely perfect because the next D being direction, that is where we come in. Like, okay, what are we doing? How do I get there? I need direction. I need guidance, right? So we are in step two, but then there's discipline. Now the discipline, we kind of help with it, but at the same time, you have to be dedicated, right? You have to have that desire to be better. You, you get the direction from somebody like us, right? You get the discipline from yourself. We can help you and help instill that discipline. You know, we can help to teach you, you know, a, a better way, a better route, things that are going to help you along your journey. And then to make it all come full circle is the duty. All right. So this wraps up part one of my interview with Justin Nato. Tune in next week for part two. Hey, Nato, I know you're going to rock it in this next chapter in your life, man. God bless you. We thank you for your time and showing your passion, your love, and your commitment to the show. Remember, once again, Healthy Living in 4D thanks you. We thank you, the listener. And I'm asking again for your support. Subscribe. Rate us. Show some love. Share this with your friends and family. Share this with your coworkers. Let's make this world a healthier place. 